0: podcast where we make your song our song. I'm Robert Berry-Cruz, I'm your host, and I'm joined again by my lovely wife, Diana. Hi, Diana. Hello. Thank you so much for coming again. So the purpose of this show is to talk about songs that are other people's songs, but given the fact that this is kind of an amateur production, uh, sometimes we're going to talk about songs that are my song or Diana's song. So today we're going to actually dig deep into my back catalog and talk about Tonight Tonight by the Smashing Pumpkins. Now, this uh, song came out on their 1996 album, Melancholy in the Infinite Sadness. Uh, You might remember it if you grew up in the 90s, with that kind of cherub on the front, big double album. Uh, It is really notable for being, uh, as Rolling Stones called it, the pumpkins at their finest. Uh, If you aren't really a big grunge person, the Smashing Pumpkins were sort of one of the the big trifecta of the, the, you know, kind of post-Nirvana wave of music coming out. Uh, this song was pretty popular both for itself and also for the music video, which we will talk about a little bit later. Uh, now, Diana, I know this is kind of my song, so we sort of talked about how we're going to, to do this. So I figure we'll just kind of do our musical notes like we normally would, uh, and then we'll sort of just just talk about kind of talk about the song. So hopefully I won't take all the conversation away. Uh, one of the reasons I, I love this song uh, – sort of like we talked about last time when we talked about round here is it really came out at a very important time in in my life. You know, I was a teenager and I was just starting to listen to music. This was not the first CD I bought. I actually didn't own the CD for a long time, but I had a friend who would always let me play it when we drive somewhere in their car and we go to play practice or debate meet or whatever it was. And I'm like, oh, why don't we listen to this? And after a while, they knew I was going to ask for it, so I had to try to be more subtle. Like, I don't know, guys, maybe we could listen to Smashing Pumpkins. I don't think I actually owned this; thought was about eighteen. <laughs> so many years, many years later, but I like I liked listening to it. And then this one is this song, especially. Uh, so th- that's really the first time I heard this song. I think just sort of riding around and some, oh, listen to this. Want to listen to this album? And it just it seemed very different than anything I'd been listening to. Um, was this was this something that you listened to? back then, Diane, or something you, you heard later on? Um, I did hear it back then. My friend Kim's brother had this album. Mm-hmm. End of anecdote. <laughs> oh, okay. Now, uh, one of the things that I think is really cool about the album as a whole, but this song especially, is the, the shifts that it takes between sort of a like a grungy, hard rock sound and the sound of, of Tonight Tonight this, big orchestral sound. You know, you've got uh, the guitar, James E. on guitar. You've got sort of the light plucking. You've got the Chicago Symphony Orchestra playing in the background. Uh, if you had been listening to the album as a whole, you heard the very first song was, you know, piano melody. The song right after this goes right into kind of that hard rock, you know, screaming, wailing guitars. And, and that kind of is the album. It's sort of all over the place. I prefer these songs myself. Uh, I'm a huge fan of Anything, if you've got an orchestra in the background, I probably will enjoy your song to some extent. Um, I don't know, Diana, have you ever been a big uh, Billy Corgan lyrics person? I know you You have a huge background with, with poetry, uh, and I know that's usually what he seems to think he's writing. I don't know if it's always <laughs> true. I, I do like some of his lyrics. Mm-hmm. I, I like, um oh, which song is it? Zero, I think. Oh, uh, Emptiness is the Lyrus, the yeah. That one always stood out to me. Yeah. Do yeah. You know he he put out a book of poetry at one point. I didn't read that. <laughs> I don't I don't need to read that. And I also didn't read Jim Morrison's book of poetry either. <laughs> or Jules. Oh, now you missed Jules. <laughs> <laughs> a lot of a lot of musical people then <laughs> went into poetry. Yeah, I guess. Yeah. They thought very highly of themselves. Yeah. I I sometimes have a hard time understanding Billy Corgan's lyrics. This song I think I know all the words to. And I looked up the lyrics and posted them on the website before as a preview for this episode. Um, do any of them stand out to you, or do any of them mean anything to you? Um, I like the uh, "Crucify the Insincere" tonight. Mm-hmm. I think that's a nice one. Yeah, I I'm, a, I'm I really enjoy sort of the end when there's that sort of you know the repetition. Um, you know, impossible is possible tonight. Believe in me as I believe in you. I think it, it it certainly adds a lot. You know, the whole song. Feels like it's it's always building like the entire song seems to be so building 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 and it kind of pulls it back with like a quiet you know the quiet little plucks and then it kind of keeps building and building and I, I really love how the music and the lyrics at the very end sort of go together to build up to that believe in me as I believe in you and then you know back mm-hmm. down back down to quiet I just it's 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 certainly one of those. Um, I guess it would be kind of like a like a pixie ish thing where you have like loud and then soft. And I know that's one of the things that Nirvana did a lot too, get loud and then get soft, and loud and get soft and really kind of draw you in and then, you know, kinda of blow out your 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 ears with the with the notes. Uh that's probably the favorite part of my song. Do you have a favorite part of, of this song? I've made you listen to it a lot, uh not just before this episode, but I know sort of <laughs> no, <it's a> good <laughs> when we song. chance. If the end is probably the- mm-hmm. crescendo. Yeah. About a crescendo, something about a crescendo, too quiet. I think that it's always uh-huh. kind of cool to have uh, on your song. Now, th- this is a band that I know I I have I really loved. No, I I loved them back in the '90s. I remember the first time they broke up; it was really depressing uh, because it's probably one of the first bands that I listened to consistently that that sort of had broken up, and then they've come back and they've had some online albums with you know different. You know, different band members, usually Billy Corgan is there. Sometimes the, the um, Jimmy Chamberlain, the drummer, is there. But really, after, you know, their first couple albums, you know, their next album was pretty good, but it, it nothing ever really captured this sound. I think this was, you know, like Rolling Stone, like I said at the beginning, this is the Smashing Pumpkins. You know, if you're thinking about the Smashing yeah. Pumpkins, you're thinking about their previous album, Siamese Dream, mm-hmm. which is probably a better album overall. It's a little more cohesive. Uh, or you're thinking about melancholy and sadness. Definitely, I mean, most people are thinking about that. Um, did you own that? Did you own that album? I don't think I did. No, D- you remembered, like zero? you remember some of oh, the yeah, other, no, other I know tracks most from the it? Songs yeah, yeah. this There's a lot. Of, I mean, there, there's a lot of good good songs on that album. I know 1979 is another one of my favorites. Yep. Uh, Rat in the cage Rat. <laughs> yeah, that's that zero. I no, it's full of, oh, full of Butterfly it's Wings. Like maybe songs. I don't know. They, they, the lyrics don't always go with the, the song titles. I like the, the louder ones. I did not know that you would prefer the louder ones. Well, he ones. looks like a vampire, so... He does. His songs should probably be scary and loud. Yeah, I remember there was a period where Billy Corgan, he used to have really long hair back in their first couple albums, yeah. and then he said something about, you know, I don't want people to judge me by my hair, or, you know, think I'm an Eddie Vedder, you know, with kind of that, that sort of grunge hairstyle. So he started kind of cutting his hair and cutting his hair, and now, you know, he's got the shaved head. You sort of wonder if maybe he went bald. Yeah. <laughs> or else he was making a statement. It could have been either one, I suppose. Dude. Now, I, I know in terms of why why this is, why I would say this is my song, a lot of it has to do with the music. And to some extent, the lyrics, the time of my life, kind of what we talked about uh, last week around here, the time of my life that I heard it, that I don't hear a lot of songs that sound like this. So when I tell people, oh, I love this song, you play it to people, you're not just playing, like, oh, it's just sort of, you know, pap. It's something that most people probably aren't listening to on a regular basis, or, or in some cases have maybe never heard a song that sounds quite quite like this. So I guess it's my job since it's my song this week, kind of to convince you of that. So it's a song, I know you, you've heard it before, you've heard songs like that, I know what type of music you like, but if you had never heard it before, I think that's where it start with. Like, I don't think you've heard anything quite like this, that kind of rock and roll Symphony, I know bands have done this way before, you know, all the way back and the Beatles had songs that kind of had had similar sounds but but this one is a little bit more modern, and I don't think we can really talk about the song without talking about the corresponding music video for this song now that I don't know if you had seen i is I rem- this the one where there's um are they floating on clouds, and there's like windows that they're looking through. <laughs> Yes, it's okay. the. Is it's, he wearing a top hat? Yes, it's okay. it's it's sort of a take on the very very old you know early early 1900s old trip to the moon. Okay. Where you know they fly up yeah. and there's a creepy moon face and, and okay. they shoot themselves out of a like a bullet rocket, yeah. uh very kind of Jules Verne esque, uh yes and I know we watch I have I have this on DVD I have old Smashing Pumpkins music video DVD ask parents about those kids uh mm-hmm. they used to be a thing. And I remember we, you know, I was like, oh, we got to watch all these. And this is definitely one of those, oh, come on, let's watch this. I think I made uh, our son Owen watch it once. I don't know if he was impressed. But it's, it's just one of those that if I think about it, whoever's near me, I'm going to say, oh, have you seen that video? And if they say no, oh, well, you got to watch it. And if they say yes, oh, well, we should watch it again. <laughs> uh, I, I, I know that the song goes so well with it, you know, that kind of aesthetic. And you've got all the, the Smashing Pumpkins band members and they're wearing kind of old tiny clothes to match the rest of the video. Now, I have some fun facts. Okay. They're very fun. You're going to like these. Fa- the first fact was when, when they made this video, which won a ton of you know, music video awards back when that was a thing. When they were making this video, they needed old tiny period pieces. And the video was made around 96, 97, which was also when Titanic was being filmed. So they had a very oh. hard time finding period pieces costumes for this because james cameron had taken all the <laughs> costumes from that time period to make titanic That's funny. uh the directors uh of the video jonathan dayton and valerie ferris they made a bunch of other smashing pumpkins videos they made some other music videos but they actually are, are somewhat well known for their movie little miss sunshine Oh. Okay. Uh, which I, I think if you've seen that movie and then watched a lot of their other videos especially as 1979 i think they did yeah. 1979 you sort of get a sense of their style as directors is that the ice cream truck video uh that uh that's today and finally i i did not know this at all it it made sense when i saw it but did you know who played the part of the man and the woman who go up on the rocket ship and have kind of the magical adventures during the during the song no it was uh tom kenny and uh jill Talley. so husband and wife team they were on mr show with bob and David back then But you probably know Tom Kenny as a voice actor, the voice of Spongebob Squarepants. Oh, okay. So before he was Spongebob Squarepants, he was in music videos. So that's why I like this song. Okay. Uh, It's a special song. If you haven't checked out the music video, uh, I posted it on the website. Please, please, please do if you run into me because so far the only people who listen to the show are people I know. I am going to make you watch it again, so you probably should watch it first (laughs) so you can tell me all about it. I don't have to make you watch it again just absolutely fabulous song. Uh, I did also look up what the song was supposed to mean because I never knew what it was. Yeah. Uh, it apparently was about Billy Corgan's writing about his childhood and okay. how he got out of some bad situations. I, I think he put, I think he said like abusive, referred to abusive situations and sort of moved on with his life, which when you, when you look at the lyrics, you know, believe in me as I believe in you, does have that kind of an optimistic bent to it. I really just thought it was words, you know, describing a place. Yeah. Uh, but, I think, really, was, was a more personal song than I ever I ever thought about. Yeah, no, that's cool. Yeah. So lots of fun facts in this me talking at you episode of, <laughs> of this. So tonight, tonight, if you have not purchased it or listened to it or watched the video or you don't know this song, please, please get to know it. It is my song. I really, really hope now it is your song as well. So that's it for the show. So I think we'll be back. We have a couple guests lined up, so we'll be back with some other songs, and then you get to hear a little bit more about uh, some of Diana's favorite songs as you continue into our our ouvre. <laughs> I was told we need some uh, more inside jokes or recurrent running gags. Oh, okay. I don't have any because we've only had so two those have two to episodes. Develop. That's yeah. That's what I that's what I told. Uh, we did get a fan letter. Okay. Uh, or maybe not a fan letter. We did get a nice letter from someone uh, talking about that he appreciated that we were putting a show together about this. So. Thank you, uh, Charles, if you are listening to this. Thank you very much for your letter. It is really nice to hear somebody from outside the group of people I know who have listened to this. We appreciate it. Yeah. If you like our podcast, big news since our last episode, we are on iTunes. I sort of thought they might kick us off or ban us, but we are there. So if you'd like to subscribe to us on iTunes, you can go to iTunes and search for They're playing our song and we'll pop right up. You'll see a great picture and you can click there and subscribe to our podcast. Please do. You can certainly go visit our webpage at www.playingoursong.net where we have links to purchase the song, usually the music video, the lyrics. And then I'll usually try to put up an article or two after the fact. Um, Like I said in our last post, the point of this podcast is not for me to do a ton of research. I like to get a couple facts, but the point's not for us to have tons of research to tell you what other people said. This is new media, folks, so we want to know how people feel about things, not what they know about things. You can check out our Facebook page and like us on Facebook at facebook.com slash playingoursong.net. You can follow us on Twitter at playing underscore our song. If you'd really like to be on the show, or you'd like to send us a note about anything, Please, don't hesitate. Send an email to rob at playingoursong.net. Uh, if you don't want to be in the show, but you want us to talk about a song that you really like, you know, we certainly could do that, too. We're not averse to pretty much anything at this. We've only had two episodes, so our format is still somewhat in flux. Well, Diana, again, thank you so much for being here. Uh, no. Do you have anything you want to plug this week? Nope. No, Still nothing? Nope. Okay. Well, thank you. Uh, I would plug Diana Made Some Cookies. They smell really good. I don't think they are for me. I believe they are for work. <laughs> I bought enough to make two batches, uh, but I've only made one for today. Well, thank you for taking time out of your baking to do this silly thing with me. I really appreciate it. (laughs) All right, everyone. Well, thanks so much for listening. And until next time, remember, it's your song, so play it long and play it loud. Take care, everyone. Bye. Bye.